Hey, hey, welcome back to the High Life Uncut. I'm Jan. Hey everyone, this is Alex, and welcome back to another episode of the High Life Uncut. So today we have Lee with us. Lee, you work with us uh, in, a, in a different team, but similar sort of technical role. Do you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Hi everyone, so my name is Lee. Um, I met Jen and Alex at a, uh, well, met Jen first at a work event. Um, How did we meet Lee? Tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> I was volunteering and I was, um, you know, ushering the line, telling people where to go. And then Jen was just like, hey, Lee. You seem like you know how to organize and plan things. <laughs> but wasn't that from like mutual events though? Like mutual friends? Yeah. It's like then, mutual friends, but, friends and friends. But then I pictured myself. Yeah. She literally just like wished her way in. <laughs> and, and that sounds like every turn. She <laughs> wished her way into every direction, yeah. <laughs> and it just dragged me along to everything that she does now. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. I, I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> look, look, it's great. You but know? you dragged her along to Oztag though. So you, That's it. You, yes, it is how it you is. got me running. Like, yeah. Like, if you ask any of my, like, extremely close friends, I told them I do, I'm doing running now. Like, yeah. voluntarily. If they're like, no. <laughs> look at that. I've changed you. <laughs> you have. You've, you've turned me into something that can tolerate cardio now. It's a, that's a big step. <laughs> I don't think you, have, you can tolerate cardio though. You still, you still <laughs> would rather not run. Like, no, I do run, but I didn't you see me that game? I actually, like, generally tried to run. Yes. Yeah, it just passed me. I don't remember. I must have missed it. And no, we got lucky because the other team didn't want to run. Yes. But, <laughs> see, I did run. And Fair enough. Yeah, you know, the, lucky with that one. Exactly. The only reason... I reckon I could have generally scored a try that game. Let's be honest. I actually had a chance. A good chance. Yeah. The only reason I couldn't, because I, I was so ready for a second half. I was so ready for a second half. Played um, most of the first half, sorry for second half. Within like <clears> ten minutes in, five ten minutes in the second half, all of a sudden my leg just seized up. Mm. Didn't want to work properly. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't stretch properly. That, that's on you. I know. But obviously, how do you find playing so, Oztag with us? Yeah. As well, because you do that outside of work. Yeah, so we hang out outside of work as well. I'm starting to get sick of you guys sometimes. Yeah, fair enough. Really? We're seeing you too. That's a hurtful, sorry. <laughs> I'll uh, reorganise and re- redig my friendships. Cool, thanks. <laughs> Um, no, but I think it's actually a really great way to network and sort of build a better bond apart from just being in the same building because uh, we don't work in the same like on the same teams, so the same we projects don't either. Yeah, completely different teams. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. some sort of like like tech kind of space. Well, yeah, we're yeah. all considered STEM, but different types of yeah. STEM. But and the other thing is, I'm considered very junior, right? Like I came into work as a grad. How so. do you find that? If you don't mind me asking Lee, how old are you as a grad at the moment? So I joined the grad team or the grad program mm-hmm. last year when I was 25, mm-hmm. when the majority of the average age was like 23 or 20, somewhere between 22 and 23, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was a bit jarring. In my head, I was like, oh, I'll just go in and work and then go home. Like, I probably won't connect with these Do people. Do you want to socialise and stuff like that? Yeah, because I was like, you know, I'm slightly older than the rest of them. Got my own friendship groups um, outside of work already. So I'll just, like, see how it goes. Turns out all these people are amazing people, regardless of their age or whatever. Well, I think um, that's the good thing about a grad program. Part of it being a grad program, just everyone's so happy to be there. Everyone yeah. just wants to do well, so everyone's, like, looking out for each other. Yeah, so I think... And the other thing is it actually if anything, gives me an advantage being slightly older than the How rest come? of them. Because I guess I'm, I've am i got a bit more in terms of, like, developed my soft skills and I've done, like, part-time work outside, um, like, during studying uni and my degree is a lot longer. So 
it sort of um, led from one thing to another where like I became more confident in who I am and my soft skills and these grads are very new first sort of job and these sort of things. You can, so, you can be like a mentor to them. Yeah, so then the, I stand out the, a little the, bit. The ultimate grad. Yes. That's, yeah, so, that's um, right, yeah, that's your nickname for me. I, every time I've introduced you to something, I'm always like, Lee. So the ultimate grad, and like I've got a grad now in my team but is under me, and I've said to her, you need to get to know Lee. She's like, why? She's not really our area. And I was like, look, she's the ultimate grad. you got to get to know her it's a and you're set. It's a good that's reputation it. to have. <laughs> if everyone else in the business is talking to you as the ultimate grad, then... It's good. Where's it wonders for you? I appreciate that. Sometimes, though, I need to, like, remind myself to be like, Lee, you're here to, like, learn. Cause maybe, being do a grad, maybe, maybe do some work. <laughs> I do a lot of work. Thank you very much. I don't know. I, I, I find this I don't know, stories. <laughs> um, I, I've discovered a lot about business because of Lee. I've discovered where, for example, the best bludging spots are in the building. <laughs> um, I've discovered all these facilities I didn't even know existed purely because of Lee. I'm not going to lie, Instagram story does keep me somewhat entertained during the day. Mm, I, I reckon. It's good. You're showing us all the best spots in the office. But I'm, I'm an influencer at work. You definitely know? an influencer at work. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I think regardless of age, I think it, it like now that I think back, I don't know why I thought I wouldn't make any friends. I don't know why I thought I was just going to work and leave. I think that's like the people talking about, yeah, like corporate life being really difficult and you just go in. Yeah, so I don't know. I think I think having um, making friends now is very easy. But you're and a social person anyway, though. So, like, you're you're pretty much extroverted, similar to us, though. So yeah, you can make friends. Yeah, I know. But then I don't know. Whenever you go to a new environment and it's a whole whole change of place, it'll be like there's a little adjustment. There's an adjustment period. Yeah, it takes a bit of time to kind of get used to everyone in the space. Yeah, like, even just people around. And you gotta. I I think. I always overthink. So I'm like, prep myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's a corporate environment. I've got to be really professional. I don't know what people are like. Turns out the corporate environment now, in our modern day, is very different to old school corporate environment. Oh, yeah, but not in the cubicles. If yeah. We, if we were in cubicles, I don't think any of us would want to do any work. Yeah. No, I think I'd be making a paper aeroplanes and like frame them at Alex. No, move Alex on board. You just hear me snacking. You just, just hear me snacking with quiet dead silence. You just hear me snacking. Like a true Taurus. Like yeah. Eating. Yeah, so I think like corporate has changed a lot yeah. as well. So now knowing what it is, I... I reckon I shouldn't have been scared, but didn't know what it was. No, that's fair. So, no one really knows until you actually go into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Were you scared to go into corporate since it was that kind of later period? Yeah. Uh, a little bit, mainly because I've I've worked in, like, different sort of environments, like hospitality, retail, um, hospitality again, and then retail again, and then, like, a little startup or a smaller firm, like, engineering firm, as an intern and that sort of thing. So they're all quite small and tight-knit because even in retail, in a, for a retail of a major conglomerate or like big company, um, when I worked in that space, you're still in a small retail family. Small that, team, yeah, small yeah. retail team, yeah. Yeah, so then it's always been quite tight-knit and easy to get along with people. So when you hear, when I hear I'm going to work in a corporate environment, I'm like, how do I, how do I actually navigate that? So, yeah. It, it, you, seem, you seem to have done very well with navigating so far. So Definitely. So then you were 25 when you started a grad program mm. and you said generally the average age was say like 
23, 22. Yeah. So let's say if I had a grad, sorry, a, it would have been a uni degree, what, like three to four years then? Mm-hmm. So if you got at 18. So then what made you decide to start at 25? Like what did you do at uni and study? And like what was that path like to then decide, okay, I'm going to do a grad program now at 25? Mm. So I... I went straight from high school to uni mm-hmm. and um, so at 18 I was telling myself like what can I do and I'm someone who really loves challenges like even if it, it's like left field sort of thing I don't know if I can do it for me it's like let's see if I can do it worst case scenario I'll jump back to something I'm comfortable with right so then I managed to get enough marks for engineering and I wanted to do it wow I wasn't even forced by a tiger mum <laughs> hey look you made it you made it <laughs> That's my mum's dream for me. You live in the Asian dream, yeah. Fair enough, the Asian household. Yeah. Engineering, but yeah, no, you made it. Yeah, and so I I guess um, to me that was like a challenge. And then I said to myself, let's give it a try. Worst case scenario, I'll do something else. So I started as, um, I think, flexible engineering at UNSW. Um, and then I decided to do a double degree in mechanical and biomedical engineering. Damn. So you get an honours in mechanical and a master's in biomedical. Oh, and that's why you're at university for quite a while. It was a five-year degree or mm-hmm. um, all up, but then mine ended up being eight years. Um, oh, wow. Took time. Yeah. Uh, well, I part-time. Because you be working part-time as well. Yeah, right? yeah so. part-time work, part-time uni. Because, um, like, ever since second year, I think I realised that um, I, I – well, I need not that I realized I needed to financially be stable as well and support. Yeah, that, that it's good to at least finish a degree. Like I think. Yeah. One of those things, like after going through uni, it's just just get the piece of paper. Then at mm. least that's the baseline. Mm. But yeah, I think in that sense, like the circumstances sort of changed my path a little bit. Like I didn't went straight from like high school, uni, then straight into like um, you know, like engineering firm or whatever. That's the path that a lot of my friends went into. Um, it gave me flexibility and diversity in how I see things as well. So working part-time, studying part-time, making different networks of friends as well, having so many different jobs, it really helped expand in my horizon. So I think that's where I got, got my like advantage point when I joined the grad program, being a little bit older. Yeah. 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 Share that experience with the other grads and fellow, fellow co-workers as well. Yeah. So. Well, I, I, I felt the need to justify to everyone, like, why am I so old joining the grad program? But I think whenever I give them context, they see me in a like slightly better light. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it looks really good on you. Obviously, you finished a very hard degree. Extremely uh, <laughs> hard degree. I, I would decide engineering, I got but carried. I, I would assume you got through. You, obviously, you, you passed that one. Yeah, we like bombed around in commerce like <laughs> twelve yeah, commerce, hours, twelve hours a week. Four four years we were out. We were yeah. Out of mm. uh, but obviously, like yeah, that, you said that advantage. Like now that you are a grad, do you find that people try to take advantage of you at work or not really? It's kind of like just happy days. I think um, no, because I know my boundaries. I know what I stand for, um, and I know what my skill sets are. So I'm able to navigate around my managers really well. Um, I tell them this is what I sort of see for myself. I want to learn this skill set. I told them I'm good with like soft skills already. So um, I don't need to like to like to develop on that too much. But this is what I wanted to focus on because to me, it makes me a completely holistic person. Um, And so sort of like if you're if you've got the heart 
skills in terms of engineering, um, like the mechanical side, right? And then I've got the soft skills from being in retail and dealing with people um, and all the extracurricular stuff I did at uni as well. And now I'm learning on like, you know, in the tech side of things um, at work as a grad, then therefore I think my tool belt is so diverse and so well-versed in everything that it will give me a lot more opportunities. I think you definitely, like, I think you so. No, I know so for sure. Given you already have the soft skills and you have the base tech, it means you probably get promoted a lot faster in the long run. Purely because I've known from like talking to my mentors, they say that technical skills, when you have a technical background, technical is very easy to teach someone. Soft skills is very hard and takes a long time. And the way to get promoted technically is you need to meet that baseline of like whatever they say means fit. Then if you have very good soft skills, that's how you get promoted very fast. And I've seen that a lot, even talking to mentors that have had the most randomest, like, you know, a career path, but they accelerate straight away. And I do wholeheartedly believe you are something that can do that because you're a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Capricorn. Um, you guys should uh, ask Jen a bit more about what, what <laughs> well, that I'm means. I'm sure she'll do a deep breath, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Anytime, any place. That's it. Yeah. Too many places, right? <laughs> too many. Too many places, too many times. But Whenever we're at a party. Um, do you want to know astrology? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I'm a, an epitome of what a Capricorn is. You are. That's good. I don't know what it means, but yeah, that's good. But then, good for you. <laughs> I've, told, I've told you before, haven't I? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then does that pigeonhole me into like... No, but you don't I don't have to be does. pigeonholed in that. Like, you, you could don't. kind of do and be someone else but if that's your true nature that's your true nature oh my god you've been listening to me no i haven't i'll be honest <laughs> i definitely have not been no, no 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 but see that's, i've said something along those lines you've actually took something quite oh my goodness no, i'm just saying like the very generic there's no context whatsoever. anyone can relate to that statement no, no. regardless of them take it what you want yeah exactly right yeah. no 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 <laughs> um where were we Oh, yes. Um, so then, uh, kind of coming back to it, can we like, take a, a, a few steps back? So, um, with all of this, so you, you didn't actually study tech at uni, did you? Because no. you said you did engineering. So yeah. then, what made you then apply for such a technical role? Because you're in software development, I'm pretty sure, mm. what you were telling me. And I saw your work the other day, and I was like, it looks like Python. And I kind of, I know Python, but that's not Python. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I did do engineering but at uni they taught you just like one course mm -hmm. of like basic coding and I didn't do that great in it but I still like understood it it was quite fun when you get to the end result but the journey there was so tough um, that said I realized that as uni progresses a lot of my courses requires group work and it, it requires someone who knows how to code in terms of like the holistic side of like the group project um, and so to me, I always have to come to them and help, like ask them for help. And then I help with the project management side of things or the presentation side of things. And I've always wanted to be that person that's like, oh, I want, I, like, I can do this too. Um, so then in my head, during the time of applications, it was a lot of, um, it was hard because it was COVID time. Like, how was I going to find a job? So then I sort of told myself, let's venture out. And I think, um, knowing that I'm, I have the capability to learn and pick things up, I was like, I was like, worst case scenario, I don't do well in it. I'll just venture out and do something else. That's me. Um, so then I just said, let's apply. Tell them that I'm passionate about tech. Tell them that I'm willing to learn. 
if they're willing to take me, like I'm not lying, I'm not saying that I know everything, but I'm someone who wants to learn. So if you're willing to take me on, I've got all these other skills. You just need to teach me one little thing and then I can be great. So that's that's my approach to it. And so I ended up here um, just doing tech without any prior knowledge. <laughs> Why didn't you go down an engineering path? Because you've done like eight years committed to engineering. You've, mm. you've um, pretty much finished your master's right now. Mm. Um, you're telling us, so then... Like, why ditch all that and go latest engineering? Gonna go to business. Um, I think it, it's sort of by chance. I really mm-hmm. wanted um, an engineering role. Um, I almost got offered one, um, but then like during COVID times and everything, obviously they reduced the number of people they were hiring. And um, I think for me, I wanted something that was a bit more stable as well. Um, knowing that tech is booming at that point in time. I was like, let's go there, add more skills to what I already have, and then we'll loop back to engineering if that's where like the real passion lies. But while being still young at 25. So young still. <laughs> yeah, because we're all the same. We're still young. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, like um, people, and then I have mentors as well that's like, you know what, you're doing the right thing. So I've sort of been navigated with help. But I think to that point, did you find it hard to actually learn those technical skills, like the coding and stuff like that? Yeah. Because all of us are from non-tech degrees. Mm. Oh, technically mine is semi-tech because I did um, information systems at uni. Okay, so yours is probably the most technical yeah. out of all three of us. Yeah, easily. But even yeah. similar to you, I came in with no technical coding abilities at all. Yeah, did, did you find you it hard? Learn? Did you find it hard to learn? Uh, I'd say that introduction to coding at uni (laughs) (laughs) kind of helped but no I like towards the end of the degree there was like another course and a a friend of my uni friend actually walked me through a little bit of it because we had to do our own coding project actually Um, and so with that I kind of understand the very base basic concepts of it and then being a grad you get that liberty you can can, can pull the grad card and be like Teach me, just teach me. Exactly. Being a grad, I've got I've got that liberty of time and resource and people and not like the expectations quite low. Mm. Um, and I still wanted to give an some output, give back and not just take everything and just waste their time, right? So then I um I do other stuff. I do like extracurricular stuff. I, I do things for the grad team, for our grad community or with you guys and those kind of things to me that's like providing output and then I'm also taking in like the learning side of things but that said I I think I landed in a really good team like I've been really lucky I've got a manager that's really patient willing to teach yeah you said your manager teaches you like everything yeah so is, yeah from which is scratch amazing, which is amazing yeah so I think I think I like luck is also a, a big factor like if I was in a wrong team I th- either I learn really fast or I would like completely sort of shut down and be like, oh my gosh, I'm a failure. I can't pick up tech. But luckily, I think I've got a great mentor and a great teacher and my manager. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, yeah. So then how long did it take you then to become independent and trustworthy with your work as a grad? Because I'm going to be honest, I can't think back to remember that timeline and you're fresh now in that timeline because I believe that like when I've seen grads work for me and stuff like, I think they've come from maybe a few more rotations before they hit me. So I'm not quite sure how long it actually takes you, say, to, you know, become independent. 
And you obviously work independently. So tell us, how long does it take you out of university to come in and feel confident to take on work yourself and own it and deliver it? Because you work independently. So I want to know how long it takes, Um, especially technically when you don't know yet. Mm, I think you think that I work independently, but a lot of the time I ask for, like, help me out first so I know the context. Help me out so I kind of figure out what steps to do. And then let me try and do it and then come back to you. So That's then, a good way to do it. It's a good approach that, to do it. But yeah. that's still independent. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Um, you're not... You're not relying on anyone to that's it. essentially spoon feed you everything. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, how long did it take you to feel comfortable to do that then? Um, I think that's always been in my nature ever since, like, towards the end of uni when um, all my friends have graduated and I was still, like, the, the one lone wolf that's still left. Um, and so with that sort of... Um, in mind, I think I've learned to be really independent in how I approach things, and I want to impress people. Like I don't, I'm not going to go into. You want to be a stand out? Yeah, yeah. Good work. Exactly. Like I, personal branding is a big thing for me, and I want to be that person that's like she's reliable, she's willing to learn, she's going to pick things up, she's going to be able to like grab what I hand hand like hand over to her, figure it out. If she can't, she'll come back and like tell me, and I will be able to assist her with it. Right. So that's my approach. That's how I want it to be branded and therefore that's how I take on the independent learning and the independent work. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one of those things. Yeah. yeah, Like being able to like prove yourself in such a very technical environment and improve yourself quick, very, like looks very good on you. I think it's one of those things that especially people look forward to inside and outside of work. They're like, oh yeah, you actually can balance work and also deliver good work as well, right? Yeah, completely. And then, like, you touched on personal brand. How would you describe your personal brand, Ben? Because you were easily saying, hats off, like, it's because of personal brand. Um, okay, let's, let's see. Actually, let me ask you guys, how do you see me first? Because then it will help me sort of reflect back and be like... Yeah, sure. Uh, well, I, I can start. Okay. I see you as, essentially, like we said before, the ultimate grad. <laughs> No, but I think it's one of the things we have to... Can we give her a cigar? <laughs> we'll give you a gold star. A gold star. I'll bring you a go. gold star. I'm into the got it. You made it. But I think it's one of those things is like, um, because we aren't grads, we can... We see how you like, interact with grads and see how you interact with your managers and stuff, which is very good because a lot of grads actually don't do that. Um, I know when... I think pretty sure, Jen, when we were grads, we did the same thing too, but... And it's good to obviously see that from, like, we're a bit higher up level... And so, like, seeing yourself kind of just kind of excel and just and get, everyone's on your side. It's, just, it's good. It's good personal brand to have. That's that, my view. Okay, my perspective on Lee's personal brand. Wow, where do I start? Lee, oh, I don't know now. Um, so, I think Lee's, like, very ambitious. I'm very admirable of Lee's ability to transform things into something. Um, whenever Lee, like, Lee works fast on an initiative at work, and whenever she sees it, like, she can transform something so simple, like tr- like literally um, transform something so simple and actually make it like marketable or like make it enticing. And she has a great ability to make people feel comfortable around her. I think that's a super valuable skill to have because I've seen Lee walk into rooms where she doesn't know anyone and she can naturally make people feel comfortable around her. So I guess one that's really important first friend I see, she's very good at like making things and like making the best of situations. And I think that Lee's also very, very good at making sure people feel included and safe. And I think that's different from walking in a room making people feel comfortable. 
making people feel safe and I guess that sense of belonging. You know, hate to say, let's bring it back. Like <laughs> I, I think about that in a long time. <laughs> a long time. I know we're all triggered HSC. right now. We're talking about HSC. Wow. We're all triggered right going, now. Okay. Going back to HSC. Wow. Okay. But Why like it, it, literally, like I think those, I guess, her core things that I'll describe as a personal brand, which I think are very beneficial and will take it very far in life. Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm going to take a, a, an audio cut. <laughs> <laughs> put, it, put it on your LinkedIn yeah. bio, you know, personal references. Yeah. Um, From no. Jen and Alex. <laughs> I'm going to put it on my um, career development goal. <laughs> put it on your dating apps, you know. <laughs> can, can I be recording your dating app? <laughs> you can, how would your friend describe friend, you? Friend oh, can I do it, please? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Guys, if you ever hear my voice in Lee's dating profile, you know why. <laughs> We're selling you, we'll sell you. Don't worry, we'll sell you. Swipe right, is that how you do it, this? Yes. Okay, you swipe right, guys. Yes, okay. <laughs> um, um, personal branding. Well, for, uh, th- thank you for saying all the kind words. So I, I think what I try to personal brand has been spoken by you guys. So it means that I've been effective at what I wanted to present myself to other people. But at the end of the day, it comes down to like the fact that I want to make everyone feel safe and I want to make everyone feel like they're not out of place um, and everything happens for a reason and that's how I see it. So to me, what it does mean is I will be as genuine as I can be and then I think when I get to be genuine, I get to be, um, I get I get other people feel like they can come to me and feel comforted. Um, so. In, in that sense, I think my personal branding is just me being me, but me having that that vision of wanting to excel, wanting to advance in life, and I know I can bring the best out of people. I know people trust me as well. So along along the the way, um, like since being like in high school until now, I've had so many people telling me that like I really appreciate you. I like I love that you did this. Like I've had a lot of good positive reinforcement into me being me and I think in that sense I just came out of my shell even more and wanted to give that back and reinforce other people around me and making them feel like they do belong and they do like they can exceed in life they, you know that that kind of thing and so in that sense people like that's why, like, people like hanging out with you. Yeah. They, they want to be around you. There's no judgment. There's no judgment. You be who you are, but you can also, like, if you think you can be greater, I will help you be greater. And yeah. I think I think in, with, with that, people gravitate towards that that's kind that. of energy. Yeah. No, that's fair. I think one of the things, like, obviously with the personal brand and as being a grad at work, there's obviously work situations where you're like, as a grad, should you be doing things? Should you be not? I think one of the things we kind of just we always we always know we like to have a drink at work. What do you think about like how like that relationship? Can you drink at work? Should you be drinking at work as a grad? All these kind of like, how much should you drink? How much should you drink? When should you drink? <laughs> Definitely, we're what just, parties just... around? Like we've seen you quite lit. Um, <laughs> we've also seen you in like more work situations, right? But we're not going to talk about the other ones. So like what I was saying, like what is the right way to go about it? Like, how do you formulate those Without correct... ruining your personal brand. Obviously. Exactly. Obviously, we want to make sure the best I think that's the challenge all grads the boats face. Right? And um, since you are a bit older as a grad, you might have a different perspective. And you say yours, and I'm sure Alex and I will tell you what ours was. <laughs> um, well, I think... I think that, like, 
my managers and my teams and the corporate culture. I think it's culture, it's culture too, right? The, yeah. Team culture. If your team likes to drink, then obviously it helps. Yeah. Well, my team doesn't really drink that much, but they don't judge and yeah. they don't mind if you do grab a drink or two. Um, especially if there's like a, a catered event at work or anything like that. Um, and obviously they know me and I know myself that I, I wouldn't do it in a work setting where like go out of hand and, and that would badly reflect on who I am. And I normally don't drink that much anyway. Like, okay, Lee. At, at the, <laughs> as a this random... Use, this is no excuse for driving, At, at the expect, like, special occasions and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, the other thing is I drive to work all the time. And that's actually been like the most effective way of avoiding Not gonna lie, drinking it's very, too much. Very yeah. effective, like, well, your liver's probably thanking you. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my liver loves me. I'm like your. My body, like, body's temple. What do you mean? I'm the temple compared to him. My body's a temple. What do you mean? I'm the angel. I just water it with alcohol. I don't know what temples you guys go to. I go to the gym at five a.m. Alex. So do I. No, you don't. Yeah, I do, but back to the point. Obviously. Yeah. Driving means you can definitely get out of drinking a lot more yeah. than you probably would. Yeah, so like for some sometimes I know I succumb to peer pressure. Yeah. Sometimes I know that happens. It happens every now and then. Um casual minds. <laughs> but like when I say oh I gotta drive, I can't drink, those kind of things, I think in a sense, the other person's like, oh, damn, she's really responsible as well. She's not going to drink and drive. Like, I'm not going to be that bad influence and be like, no, drink anyway, you know? So I think it deters people from trying to force me to drink all the time as well. Um, and I, I know because that's worked effectively at, like, my old, like, other workplace too. But I think that's also comes with age because we are all older. We don't necessarily need to be like, oh, I need to always be that peer pressure. Because mm. I know, I don't know about you guys, but when I was 18, yeah, it was obviously different. A lot of peer pressure then. But now, when I was like 20, 21, 22. Even now, I'm 26, 27. Yeah, look, it's, I'll do what I want. Like, if I don't want to drink, I don't want to drink. Alex, that's what I was saying. Like, we've, we've seen um, Lee's take on drinking as a grad. Yeah. So you and I were both grads at the same age. But we had different grad environments. You were a consultant that was a FIFO. Yeah. Um, I it's was a very different lifestyle being a FIFO, FIFO consultant. Tell us. Um, I think just being consulting generally, there is a, a big drinking culture because mm-hmm. we're always traveling, we're always going client side. <gasps> have you been hungover at a client meeting? Not at a client meeting. It, I have been at an internal meeting. Yes, I was hungover. But I made it there. So actually I slept in. I woke up, I got in time, and I was there in the meeting before everyone else, and they're like, oh, you're here. I'm like, yeah, I've been here the whole time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't know, but no, so to that point, I think FIFO <laughs> and consulting... Lee rolled her eyes before letting everyone know. <laughs> <laughs> FIFO and consulting is very different because there is a very heavy drinking culture mm-hmm. all the time, because um, especially when you're going out with clients, even when you're traveling, it's just, it's just there. And um, how did you know your limit then? Because... It was a huge drinking culture, right? But mm. if you turn up, like, drunk, uh, it's like, that's not a good look. No, of course. And I think one of the things for me is, similarly, I always knew my kind of level, knew what was responsible enough. And I think growing up through uh, uni and high school stuff, uh, I was always, like, a bit of a heavyweight drinker. So I never was the one that would be, like, blackout drunk anyway. So for me, it was like, all right, I drink, I drink here or there. And then if I don't want to drink, I don't want to drink. Um, which... Ultimately, it was fine. Did you f- see other grads around you in the consulting world that say potentially abused them, maybe like 
weren't the smartest about it. Yeah, no, definitely. I did experience some grads who didn't really know the limits because a lot. I feel like a lot of people they only start getting to alcohol at uni, um, mm. and at uni it's very crazy because it was like. But then they go corporate full time work, and now it's like, oh, now we have money and we can buy more drinks. But I was at the stage when I hit. When I hit uni, I was already, already like, an alcoholic. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, That was my hard night. Just like a drink every now and then. But I think it was for me, it was like I didn't feel that need to like go to peer pressure when I was like, yeah, later. Sure. Yeah. What do you do? What's so I think it's interesting because I did internships at the big four accounting firms and consulting. Um, so they have quite a big drinking culture. And then at the same time after, sorry, I went to a um, FS, a financial services, and did a grad program because I was in the finance world from a public, oh no, professional services, sorry, to um, finance. And during that experience, I was around a lot of alcohol constantly. And I remember upper management encouraged you to drink. They were like, let's often, get shots. They, often, yeah, they paid you. They often paid for the drinks, right? Exactly. They were like, fireball, 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 fireball. Well, I think that's the thing from coming in during COVID. Yeah, I mean, well, that yeah, it's pretty whole culture thing just disappeared. Because mm. even where we work right now, we're saying as, the, as a group thing that we organize as a group, there isn't that culture of this, like, yeah, let's go out, hang out, and kind of network as much as there used to be. Pre-COVID. Yeah. Well, see, I, I'm surprised about it. And, like, I, I couldn't imagine... And I'm sad that you didn't get the experience at, like, Lee at all because, like... I think she still experiences it. I know she is, but it's, like, different to, like, pre-COVID, right? It's, it's like, yeah. we had Friday night drinks, Thursday night drinks. I think as a grad, we drank from Wednesday to Sunday night together. It was yeah. insane. It's not a for liver. We're, we're better now. <laughs> I, I think... You guys got to experience that at a younger age, right? Mm. So now that we're all the same age, I'm glad that that's not my experience being a grad right now, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, but also, you wouldn't want that because I don't really want to do that either. Yeah. Like, at this age, no we, way. At this age, we exactly. Don't want to do that, but we were doing it, yeah. 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 So I think, if anything, that that change in, in the drinking culture at work has actually kind of helped me Adjust. present myself like mm. so well to other people. And I've I come off as a bit more mature, knowing myself a lot more to my team, like my technical team as well. So they appreciate that from me. Like they thought I was a young grad, like 22. And I was like, thank you so much for thinking I'm young. Um, but I'm 26, like 25, 26. And um, like, you know, I've studied all this thing and now I'm here. And if anything, it makes them appreciate the fact that I'm a lot more mature and able to sort of deal with um, stakeholders, deal with like you're, better, you're more respected that way. Yeah, yeah, and they're not. They don't see me as someone who's so young and naive and just wants to party all the time. Do you think that's something that they have like an automatic um thought process when they see their grads? So for example, like when I first met my grad, recent one, I was trying to suss her out, like what she does. Like, is she a bit of a party girl? Is she more chill? And she seems quite chill. I'm mean, very like you know mellow. Love a vibe. She's great. So then, do you think that's like? the common denominator between all the grads currently you've met are they very chill these days or because you're post-covid grad right so from hearing our stories is everyone more chill more tame or do they still like partying a lot um i think it varies person to person i mm-hmm. don't think it's possible to lump them all into one identity every, everyone mm-hmm. everyone across yeah. every company like not everyone's going to be mm-hmm. quiet not everyone's going to be loud exactly what about the network to which you're exposed to right now um, 
there, there are a variety of people that some some people love meeting and doing board games and I think that's so sweet. I joined them once or twice. There's also a, a group of people who does go out for drinks or dinners and then see whatever the night takes them. Um, that said, I think with the, the generation of grads right now, they are COVID uni students. So they didn't get to experience that, that uni life. In the full uni life, yeah, yeah, it's different. They don't get that full experience of like making so many friends, going out, having parties. Most of it was in lockdown. They didn't get, like group project was done on teams, you know what I oh, mean? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I think for them right now, meeting a whole bunch of people in the office, in person, of the same age, um, earning money together, that sort of takes them towards drinking and hanging out and going out a bit more. Um, so you might see them being a little bit more of a, uh, a party. So I think that's like, that's coming out of COVID. Like yeah. everyone, everyone coming out of COVID is like, yeah. I need to just go out a bit. I've been locked down for too long. Exactly. But I think ultimately that's just like, that's work, right? Yeah. It's, it's the culture, it's the people around you. But I think I think me saying that is just so that we're mindful not to judge them. Yeah, if we course. see them around. I think occasionally I do catch myself thinking like, oh my gosh, these these pe- these young kids, like they're going out drinking all the time. But I forget that they didn't get that experience earlier on. Whereas you also, sorry, so you saw um, university free COVID and also post-COVID and pre-COVID because <laughs> she's literally sat at the same time as us. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Um, thank you for answering those questions. I know they're a bit personal, but we really appreciate your honesty and candency. Before we wrap, though, I have to ask, like, you know, we are the hard life on card after all. <laughs> Can you, like, sum up in a few sentences how you live your life, your high life uncut outside of work? Mm, um, let's see. I try to be active. So play sports. I play badminton. I play Oztag with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm looking to maybe play a bit more of other sports. Um, we'll see where I it goes. I realize that gym's not for me, so we won't go it's not, there. It's not for everyone, though. Yeah. Some people find it boring as hell. Yeah. We could live together. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the gym. Um, I'm making a very pleading face right now. <laughs> guys, no. Don't do it. Don't do it. These are committed. I'm being held hostage. What else? I love spending time with my family. My family's very small, so we're quite tight-knit. And, you know, we I try to spend a lot of time with them as well. Um, and then there's also me just trying to find someone that I can call partner, but Aww. we'll go there another time. <laughs> yeah, and, and you will hear my voice recommendation on the dating profile if you see it. I don't really know how these work, but I'm excited for my recording. I don't know if you'll hear it, but... We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. No promises. No promises. Yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, Lee. We really loved having you on. We hope that everyone got a nice perspective. Um, and really get clear about message that it doesn't matter how old you are, age is just a number. It's about how you present yourself. If you're willing to work for it, you can literally do anything you want. Honestly, thanks so much, Lee. Yep. Um, please join us for our next guest next week on the High Life Uncut, where we unlock their lifestyle. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone.